What is up, guys? This is your host, Zach Lyman of the Zach Lyman Podcast, and uh, we're just going to get right into it today with my friend, Bubba McComb. Uh, I'm going to keep the sponsors out of this until uh, we get things rolling a little bit more and we get more episodes out. Then I'm going to be like, boom, here's a sponsor. Here's a sponsor. And we're just getting more things lined up right now. But um, if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast, let me know. Uh, if you do want to support us, you could just go to ZachLyman.com, download my free ebook about comedy, or buy a t-shirt. Um, yeah, Bubba McComb, he is the host of the Hella Tired podcast, iTunes, Spotify, all those things. We had a great talk about everything. We talk about absolutely everything. We even talk about if fishes have tongues. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> And rice noodles. So we we cover it all. Um, it's a great episode. I absolutely loved recording it in the new podcast studio. Let's go ahead and get into this episode with Bubba McComb. Intro music. I don't want your money, Bubba. Yeah, it's not my money. It's the hot dogs you want. So what, however you get there is irrelevant. <laughs> It's the fucking bag that re- remember the secure the bag. Costco dog, is that what is what do you what is your hot dog? So here's the thing, man. Here's my honest. Are truth. you comfortable? Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I'll readjust if I need to. But no, here's my honest truth. Yeah. Sam's Club yeah. used to do this Polish dog. Okay. And you get a Polish dog and a drink for a dollar fifty, bro. And the drink was like a thirty-two ounce in a styrofoam cup, which is very important. I remember this because a styrofoam cup keeps the ice from melting so fast, keeps the drink fresh for longer. If you don't know this, yeah. Uh, welcome to adulthood, I guess. I don't know what, what to say if you don't know that. Yeah. And uh, dude, there's something about those Polish dogs. My mouth is watering so bad right now, dude. And I just <laughs> ate pizza. Like I'm not even hungry. I'm just like. It was. It's the most absolute perfect hot dog I've ever had in my life. Yeah, the my co- dad. And my they stopped serving them, man. I didn't know they stopped. I I know. Oh I should have asked my dad this because my dad, uh, I think his favorite restaurant is like a Costco or a Sam's Club. <laughs> Dude, they have fire shit. They have the chicken bakes at <laughs> Sam's Club. It's it's a giant. Like it's like a giant, almost like a. I don't want to say French roll because it's not, but it's like a. Uh-huh. Big loaf of bread with like chicken and cheese and broccoli and shit inside. It's fucking flame. What are we dude. doing here? <laughs> I don't I know, know why man. we. <laughs> and shout out because they, you know, that they changed the rules officially. You can go into Costco and Sam's Club without your card. Like you don't, they okay. don't check your card now, but you can't buy anything. We know without your card, but you can right. still go buy the food there. So sometime when I'm fucking hurting, bro, I'll just go get a hot dog. And a drink for one fifty, real quick, and just enjoy the shit out of myself. It's not a Polish dog anymore, but it does something to me, you know. Yeah. Well, I I don't eat. I don't know if you know this. I don't eat gluten. Uh, Ooh, man. Allergies, but uh, <sighs> y- you know what I did miss about living in Arizona was uh, like dollar fifty tacos. Yeah, man. Like you can just kind of so like pop into <clears throat> any taco shop and get something. Fill me in. That I don't understand what this is. Like what? What can't you? What can you have? It's probably the shorter list, right? <laughs> I don't know what gluten is. I don't know. I know it's in a lot of stuff. Uh, I I mean I don't want to get too too much. You don't have to. I, I don't. Uh, Just tell me what you I'm can sure have. Because I'll tell you one thing. I can go, have uh, corn. Before uh, 
May may I? Yeah. Before you go, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you something right now, dude. Yeah, I'm in. Someone handed me. Oh, okay, I did the farmers market. Shout out to Southwest Mushrooms. We're there every Saturday. Uh, uh, fucking uh, what is it called? Um, damn it, dude. I don't. The downtown one, dude. The downtown market. Oh, the Phoenix market? Public Market. Oh, Phoenix. God, Public. I can't believe I just did that. Wow. Anyways, Those uh, are so few words. Yeah, I know, man. And then so after like the day's over and the yeah. everyone the booths are shutting down, if people have extras of like cookies or like pastries or whatever, yeah. they'll just like yeah. hand them out to the other vendors and stuff. And this lady was like, "Hey, do you want these uh, these box of brownies?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" <laughs> and she's like, "They're gluten free." I was like, "I don't give a fuck." Right. You know, I was like, "I don't care." Yeah, I'll eat them. And so you we said got brownies. Yeah, when we got back, exactly, <laughs> and they looked great. And as so we got back to the warehouse, unloaded off all our stuff, and then I opened the box and gave one to everybody. And dude, that was the biggest fucking culinary mistake of my life, man. Really? That was the grossest ass shit ever, man. Yeah. As far as dessert goes. Uh, go ahead and just forget about it. If there's gluten in desserts, don't try to do it without gluten. Cause will, it sucks dick. I'll give you, I'll give you God, some brownies so, that are good, bro. I bet you I, they're not. I bet you they are. It, I oh, I ask anybody that knows you. I will eat my words if it's actually good. I know you will. Cause I eat anything, but I'll eat my words if they're good. And I will try one. And yeah. I'll be completely honest with you. I'm just saying, dude, there is such a fucking low bar. Yeah, what well, I was so I give you that. When I first found out so 2011, uh I just went to any store and bought gluten-free bread and I was like this is the grossest thing I've ever eaten. It's a point. And it's so weird that like they're just there is no standard. So there's just kind of like anyone's making it. And then that's the nightmare. It's because even me I, I'm hesitant, and 50% of the time, it's terrible. It's inconsistent as shit, It's huh? just super, yeah, you don't yeah. know. You don't so know like, like Real bread and the, with the full ingredients, I mean, you can't really go wrong. I've had many people make me gluten-free things, and then I'm like, this will go straight into the garbage. So then what is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then what is, like, the good gluten-free meals that you can, like, rely on to be fire? Like, what, I, again, I don't know what the fuck gluten is. Like, I don't know what it it's is. It's just, a, it's like protein inside of wheat. So you can't have anything. So you can't with have pizza then. Flour. Yeah, without wheat flour. You can't have gluten free pizza. It, yeah, it's. <sighs> but I is can't, the cheese? I'll be gluten free. I don't. I, yeah, cheeses. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> We're honestly, getting somewhere. It's been very rare that I've had a good gluten free pizza. I'm sure, man. It's like that is one that 80 percent of the time it's going to be terrible. So it's going to be bad. Okay. Okay. So what about flour tortillas then? No, no gluten in that, right? Right. The corn ones are fine. I can have the, corn. Oh, the corn, no flour. Yeah, that's corn flour is fine. I just can't have wheat flour. Uh, right, but you know what I'm talking about the flour tortillas. Right, just like flour. burritos come in. Yeah, no, I can't do that. It'll oh. be 100 percent corn. Okay, what's well, all right, man? But honestly, street tacos, dude, it's fire. And there's always no gluten in meat, right? Yeah. Okay, all right, man. Well, thank God, because I mean, because <laughs> dude, you were I, nervous for a second. Not no, I was just gonna be sad because I'm fine. It's just like yeah. I, I didn't. I thought that everything you had to have in your life had to taste like that fucking brownie, bro. No, that's why I had to tell the story and make sure you're all right. No, I had fought earlier. Oh, fire. Okay. I have curry. Oh yeah, those noodles aren't have don't have any fucking gluten in them, right? Yeah, They're just rice. like what are they? Is it just rice like noodles. elongated rice? Yeah, elongated. This is what it is, right? Yeah. Verm vermicelli it's the noodles. Rice you've ever seen. Is it for real rice though? Yeah, it is rice. I know they say it's a rice noodle, but like no, it's rice. Wow, it's a long piece of rice, bro. <laughs> That's tight. 
Learn something new every day, man. That's the clip. I'm filming this. You can't hear the footage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm filming bits of this, and I think that's the part that I'll put on the internet is is you just coming around to rice noodles. <laughs> Dude, I've been thinking about. Uh, yeah. well, so I, I've been doing this thing. I, I used to do this all the time a few years ago um, when I worked overnight shifts. I started doing this thing called the morning bloom. Okay. Which is just me smoking a blunt in the morning. Okay. A balloon's a blunt. It's just stupid, right? And so I did that like, every, oh, fuck, dude, like every day during the week for yeah. almost a year. And it got really popular on my little Facebook thing on between like my friends and stuff. It was fine. I started doing it again recently. And just like talking to myself yeah. provokes like some weird ass thoughts, dude. And like one thing I got on today, uh, I was like, do fish have tongues, dude? I. I I have no idea. Like, I know have dolphins have tongues, but dolphins aren't fish, right? Do fish have tongues? Like, do they have taste buds? I don't. Well, not if they don't have tongues. Do they have tongues? That's what I'm saying, dude. Did you ask Siri? No, I don't want to find out. I want it to be a mystery. Okay, you want it until I, you're like at a at like a Lily's market and you're like looking at the whole fish. Bro, I'm telling you right now, for the rest of my life, I'll be looking at fish's mouth, trying to figure. <laughs> Trying to figure out. Just do, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you're at a fine restaurant, Bro. just looking at people's food. Just bring me the fish you're going to cook me first. And just bring it out, just open <laughs> up its mouth. Can I talk to him for a minute? Because, dude, no, I mean. Let me talk to him for a minute. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I truly, honestly, this is not like a, a bit. I really don't think fish have tongues, bro. Mm. I can't remember a fucking ever a time in my life where I could say, I saw a fucking fish tongue. It won't change my life if they do. But <laughs> yeah, but you, that's something you, that's, that's less, that's. Makes your, like, reality more definitive, bro, with the more things you know. Yeah, for sure. And for it leaves sure. it a mystery for important things, right? Just sometimes you you dive into the mysteries Before, for a long time, and now you just wonder if fish have tongues. And that's the mystery you need to keep alive to keep life entertaining and worth not leaving. We are, I don't know, <laughs> we are what, six minutes in? I feel like I should introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> you probably yeah. <laughs> I mean the I ep- the episode title has my name on it, so they at least right, know my and name. And I I do do the whole thing where I cut a title in first. Okay. But I normally okay. like starting off because often it's not people I really know. Right. Okay. You know, Fair. like I don't. I know you. How come, dude? Why? I because that's how I want to get to know them. Is like it's it's always people yeah. that I see around. Okay. And then I'm like, I wish I could talk to him for like an hour. Okay, okay. You know okay. what I mean? It's and not like, just come one, come all. No. Okay, God, no. okay. Because oh I was about to say, why are, you, why are you talking to people you don't fucking want to talk to? But okay. No, it's only people I find interesting, but I don't know enough about. Noted. You know? uh, but you and I uh, have a special bond. Dude, right away. It, it feels good. Like right away. Yeah, it, it felt good. Feels good. It's got to yeah, feel good. And I did your podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's what. So we know each other from stand up. Yes. Yes. And I started seeing you around. And um, I I feel like I'm 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 missing a part because I remember seeing you around and then I remember doing your podcast. Yeah, I no. feel like in between there was yeah like, well, we, we, we just, just had yeah we just had like small you know bouts of banter and it's just like yeah, yeah this guy's cool as fuck and then I've seen you enough times we performed on enough shows together yeah. I was like dude you want to fucking come and do the podcast like yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. like a I wonder if this guy Zach would be down. It's like, oh, Zach, yeah, I'd be, yeah. a, I'd be a wonderful guest, you know. And, uh, you know, and you and Savannah um, mobbed together 
quite a bit for like right. going to shows together, open mics and stuff. So it's just like once I had Savannah on, I was like, well, dude, fucking, <laughs> just do the, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm one, the one too. Coattails, really. Nah, dude, no, dude, you have a you have a like a comedy partner, bro, and that's important, man. I yeah, feel like that's is. important. Like my yeah, my yeah, comedy yeah. partner right now, I'd say is Peter Jordan. Yeah, for sure. And like Dustin and Josh, and like you know, there's a few comedy you partners. Ha- uh, I always talk about how you have to have someone. Yeah, man, and because open mics are hard, <laughs> dude. Well, here's the thing, I really do feel like. If you're just doing it by yourself and you're only going off of the laughs you get and you don't have anyone being real with you or anyone trying yeah. to help you, dude, I mean, your trajectory is going to be a lot less steep than having. And I'm not going to, I'm just not sucking your dick because I'm on the podcast. I'm just saying, you need to surround yourself with people who are better at comedy than you. Yeah. And like, pe- anyone that gets to be around you is essentially getting just uh, like subliminal knowledge and subliminal good shit from them because right. anything you do. You're not trying to figure out how to be on stage anymore. You're not trying to figure out anything. You're just trying to figure out what verbally works now. So you're at this level where it's like, I don't even know if you feel yourself that way. Since you're a comic, you probably don't. (laughs) But, like, you're at this level now where it's just like, I want to listen to what you have to say and how you perform no matter what, how the joke goes. It's just like I told you the other night, and I was like, let me try to preface it by hoping you didn't take it the wrong way. But even when your (laughs) jokes don't go well, it's fun to watch you it's not painful to watch you not kill last night at the grand dude last night at the grand was the worst was the fucking worst night at the grand ever really dude right out the gate dustin k 10 minutes bombed (laughs) peter jordan bombed glennon mcgee bombed tristan bombed dude everyone the whole first hour and a half it was a fuck dude it was dead weight audience and there wasn't an audience too it wasn't just like all comedians <laughs> oh no bro it was oh no <laughs> it was so dismal like you know what i mean but even you know there's some people there last night you just see that they didn't do well but it was so fun to watch them and it's not like you feel bad for anybody but some of the people here like you feel bad for yeah because they do not wear the bomb well on stage yeah and you see it consume them and stuff and like you have to be around people like you or like people who are, are better writers than me or better performers whatever i feel like that's what you should be doing in an individual sport i guess that like you can mm. kind of put this in that category right comedy yeah it's individual uh yeah individual sport but you can still gain from everybody yeah who would want to be on lebron's team dude even though it's something you know you know what i'm talking about yeah would you want to want to learn from lebron james how to play basketball yeah yeah you're not lebron but oh thank you you know oh, what i mean well. <laughs> you're you're better you're you're definitely d league and i didn't even yeah. get to play high school basketball i'm probably better <laughs> at comedy than lebron is you know but yeah i isn't that cool <laughs> <laughs> isn't that tight <laughs> That was my takeaway. That should be your credit. <laughs> Better than LeBron James at comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Performed at poorly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also better than LeBron James. You can see yeah. him in Bird City. Better than LeBron. Better. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because it's not wrong. <laughs> you're better than everybody in some sense, right? What do you mean? Like you're better than everybody on some level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, man? I haven't had like, that yeah, thought either. That, that's what's a that crazy game thought. That you, the, the toy that you do? Kendama. Kendama. It's my life source. Yeah. 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 I loved your intro the other day. Huh? Jose, when uh, you and I did a show. Yes. At ASU, mm-hmm. and your intro oh. <laughs> on stage was yeah. Jose trying to be like. He plays with this toy, and it was, yeah. like, so not related to No, comedy. so out of context. He's like, yeah, Bubba's really good with this ball and cup thing. 
it's just like this toy and uh yeah all right so i'm gonna he's really good at it okay and so i'm gonna bring him up like dude that sounds so sexualized we have no idea what you're talking about also (laughs) like like being on both sides of like i'm sitting in the audience i'm going up after you yeah um and just listening to your intro being he's good at Something, but besides that thing, he's yeah. going to do comedy. <laughs> I know. Hey, man, don't get my Kendama credits when I'm about to go on stage. <laughs> he's performed at uh, the Mall of America three, t- three years in a row. <laughs> Ball and cup. Oh, yeah. Didn't win at all. Only advanced twice. But uh, he's here, and he's going to do comedy. <laughs> yeah. And also, he does comedy sometimes. <laughs> it's funny, dude. Yeah, I love Kendama, man. That's uh, That, like, that was the catalyst for... um me honestly becoming like a more positive person really as as weird as that sounds like i know we don't like know each other very well but from the ages of like probably i'd say fuck dude like 12 to 20 i was absolutely out of control violent dude like really 100 percent, just a menace dude it was fucking absolutely out of control and i had no control of over my emotions and shit yada yada just and, uh, out the handle all the time, dude. Okay. And then from 16 to 23, I was straight edge, which means I was completely sober, like no drugs, no drinking, right. no fucking ibuprofen most of the time. I was just like that guy. Yeah. And um, like, <laughs> I know it sounds so stupid, dude, but like when I was about 18, um, we used to go to my buddy's house for Jersey Shore night. Yeah, yeah. Like Jersey Shore would come up. It was just a reason for us to all gather. Like, you know, uh, what's the show's whatever, but we would all just get together and have fun and yeah. drink coffee and play whatever. And so my buddy Jacob had a kendama and he brought it back from Hawaii. And uh, he's like, try this. And I tried it to get the ball on the first cup and I couldn't do it. It took me like 30 I still couldn't do it. And I was like, fuck this. This thing is stupid, man. Yeah. I like threw it on the on his table or whatever. <laughs> And then the next week for Jersey Shore night, <laughs> come back and I'm like, give me that thing, dude. You know, like, <laughs> like I was just kind of like angry at myself. I couldn't get it on the damn that cup. Toy at? <laughs> yeah. And then long story short, dude, from that moment on, when I got the first cup, I was like, oh shit. I was like, I got it. You know, it was like the such a uh, positive moment. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Like I tried something and got it. And like I hadn't felt that in a long time because I used to skateboard like my whole life up until then. Um, and the, the feeling was emulated 100% exactly the same like when I got that. And so for yeah. years and years and years, I started playing Kendama and started like surrounding myself with that community. And there's no aggro assholes in that community. I can't imagine. You know what I mean? There's yeah. really not. There's a couple of people it's that like are a just. fancy hacky sack type yeah, of Yeah, man. You know it's, what I mean? And I, f- I started feeling like like a dickhead for being myself. You know what I mean? Does that so make being sense? The, you were the aggressive one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I started, you know, changing a little bit. And then eventually, um, I broke edge and smoked a blunt because I needed to, or else I was going to exit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so that helped a lot. You're going to leave the room. Oh, yeah. The room. <laughs> oh, yeah. The room <laughs> of life. <laughs> The exit door, the no reentry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, and like you know, that's fine. Like I, I don't, I'm not like um, uh, empty elevator shaft. Yo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just dive, swan dive. Um, mm, but I just smoked a blunt, man, and like my whole life changed, dude. It was yeah. fucking crazy. And then from that point on, started dabbling in some mushrooms. Yeah. And then that changed my that changed who I was and uh, like this whole succession of things, these positive things happening 
was just uh man i'm grateful for that shit every day dude i'm grateful for breaking edge i needed to chill the fuck out i had no idea how to yeah anything and it it had to take a like drastic measures for me to change who i am and now i'm like i'm on i honestly i'm good dude i'm cool like i have things that i don't enjoy by myself still but yeah i'm good i'm if anyone ever has a problem with me, that's on them. That's how I feel. You know, I don't give anyone a, a reason to dislike me. Right. You know, I really don't think I do. No, I've uh, I've never heard anyone speak ill of you, yeah. and I've never felt because I feel you and I are the are very. Uh, I think that's why we hit it off so well. Mm-hmm. Is not only are we like basically the same age, yeah, very close, very close. So a lot of the same upbringings in a lot of way. But then also, I think you and I are very quick on figuring out people and their bullshit. Oh, yeah. Like, where they're kind of feeling and stuff. And, Mm. like, right away when I met you, I'm like, oh, no, this guy is just this guy. Yes. It took me so long to be okay with that, dude. Yeah, yeah, same, same. I don't have any, I mean, I don't want to say any, that's that's stupid to say. I, I like, the majority of my friends, that was a weird stutter, uh, the majority of my friends that I have now, I haven't known for more than 10 years. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, eight years. It's because, like, who I surrounded myself when I wasn't who I wanted to be, those people, ha- a lot of them haven't changed yet. Or a lot of them haven't taken that step to be like, I wanna, I'm want i not happy with myself, so let's see yeah. if I can do something about it. And, uh, yeah, it just feels good. It lets me know I'm doing something right. You yeah, know? you're on a higher vibration. You know, if, I mean? yeah, if that's what you want, if that's what you believe in, I uh, I, I will always say use that phrasing just because it's like the simplest. I feel like yeah. it's the simplest way. It doesn't yeah, mean, you know. or like a higher plane of existence. Yeah, like just you're more aware of life. You're more appreciative of things, and yeah. it's just I feel like I'm living life differently than a lot of people. And there's nothing wrong with feeling that way. I deserve to feel this way. Like I put a lot of work in on myself to be like, all right, man. Like we're I'm good. Yeah, personal growth. It was fucking crazy, change. dude. And, and I'm it, I'm so happy that I could say that. Like it's you know what I mean. You see all yeah. these people. You know, all these, like, celebrities and stuff, people that are just, like, you know, the viral videos, them telling their story, like, yeah, man, you know, I just had to realize that being myself was the most important thing. <laughs> and, like, I was used to watch those videos and be like, oh, damn, bro, like, <laughs> I want to be myself, but I've always gotten trouble for being myself my yeah. whole life, man. It was yeah. just always trouble. And Well, that and, version of yourself. Yeah, the but, past no, version, but even verbally. Now you're in high school, yeah. you know, just saying the wrong things in the wrong times, the wrong places yeah. all the time. And, uh, you know, I've honed in on what myself means. And I can now I can be him totally. Yeah. And not feel like, oh, shit, I got to pull back, you know? Yeah. That's why I call people my black friend when they're black, because I'm, <laughs> I fucking love them. And that's what it's funny to me. And I'm going to call them my black friend because it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. People will say, even last night at the Grand Dude, I, I uh, oh, my God, man, I'm just going to say his name. Avery Jingri came out to the open mic, yeah. and he's wearing, like, some fucking Miami retirement. I don't fucking, not even that, dude. He's wearing a straw hat. Yeah. He's wearing a straw hat, and I can't really describe what he looks like. He looks like a farmhand. Yeah. Right? And I said that, and this table in the middle, we're like, ooh. I was like, what the fuck? Ooh, what? <laughs> I was like, a black guy can be a farmhand without it being racist. I was like, <laughs> you need to shut the fuck up. I was like, your parents, just because your parents still openly say the N-word doesn't make me calling someone a farmhand bad. And, like, they were laughing and really understanding where I was coming from. And I was just like, you guys need to just chill the fuck out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why would that even be a reaction? You're like, I if you don't have something kind of, yeah, ex- you know what I mean? Like, why I would you? my heart was. Yeah. Where's your heart? 
Yeah, why answer. when I say farmhand do you immediately go, ooh? Yeah. Like, no, I didn't say slave. <laughs> you look like a fucking slave. That'd be fucked up and offensive, you know? Yeah. But I wouldn't say that because I'm funnier than that, I think, right? <laughs> I'm not going to fucking say that. <laughs> But anyways, man, so, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying being myself, dude. It feels good. And the people that are in my life like being in my life. And I yeah. like, and I feel the same exact way because I won't allow it any other way. When uh, yeah. when did you go from, uh, oh, God, I already forgot it. Was that toy called? Straight Edge? No, the toy. Oh, Kendama. Kendama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you go from that to stand-up? Because you seem like an obsessive person. Yeah. Are you, um, are you an obsessive not person? really, man. No? I, I really, I get into things. Like, Because you're really into comedy. Yes. And you're, but, but I and love you're comedy. really into Kendama. See, you have to remember there's a difference between obsessed and love, dude. When you're obsessed with something, you don't underst- You don't know if the reciprocation is going to be there or not. You don't know if what you're obsessing about is going to be worth your feelings. You don't even know if you know love exists wait. in the wake of obsession. You have wait, no idea. Hold on. But that doesn't describe comedy? But when you love something, you know. You put the time in already, enough time until you know that you're, it's going to get reciprocated. It's only been beneficial for you. Okay. You understand that it's everything you thought it was going to be, and so you love comedy. And <laughs> I love comedy. And I love Kendama. Uh, all right. I'm not obsessed with either. I right. love. I only do comedy when I want to, interesting. Which is all the time because I love it. Right? right. It's not hard. It's not a hard formula. And then I do kendama when I want to, which is very often because I love to. Yeah. Right. I'm as lucky, truthfully lucky, that um I decided to just start and um keep going. You know, it took I I took like an entire year the after the first set I did. I took a year off because it destroyed me mentally yeah. completely i was like okay well i thought i was doing this never mind, never mind. nope <laughs> and then and then you know i got like super depressed and i just didn't really know what to do you know what i mean like i don't, I didn't really know what to do all my normal shit that would get me out of this funk or whatever wasn't like wasn't working yeah and so i was like i gotta just fucking start stand-up again like mm. you know what i mean and i just did it and then now it's just like you know i'm not i mean n- none of us are where we want to be but there's yeah. importance. If we would, that'd be a problem. Right, exactly. Yeah, dude, complacency is the death of progression, bro. Remember that shit. Don't ever fucking think you're good. Have a notebook open. You know, Just fuck. taking notes here. Don't ever let. Yeah, don't think that you're good, man. And like, I uh, and it's taken me a while too to really, really feel good about the opportunities I have been able to take advantage of in the time yeah. I've been doing comedy. Like, because I do understand that not all of them are easy to come by or yeah. easy to obtain, but. It took. I felt really undeserving, because I was, like, new, you know, and yeah. like, you know, I'm not saying I'm. I didn't get. I didn't. I'm not fucking headlining the 10 p.m. Improv, but I'd get booked somewhere, and then, but on that list there isn't like a veteran comedian that's really fucking funnier, funnier than me, and on it, and I was like, well, I don't. Why aren't they on this? You know, I was just way too into my head, dude. Like, really not giving myself any fucking props at How all. How long you been doing it now? Like a uh, exactly like a year and a half. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's been fun, man. And um, I think when I finally started to be okay with like my progression, then everything just started becoming fun, like so y- strictly you fun. You had to be like a s- few months in when we met. You had to be like pretty mm-hmm. new. First time I started seeing yeah, you dude. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you the first time at Catalina's. Oh, really? Yeah, at Catalina's, and that was real early into that me was being. Wow. Yeah, Probably Catalina's. The last time I ever did Catalina's. Probably. 
Because yeah. I don't remember seeing you very much after that at Catalina's. No, I think yeah. it was, uh, <laughs> it, it was a, okay. Uh, last time I did Catalina's, uh-huh. I didn't feel good about it. And I got off stage and I said, I verbally said, I don't want to do this again. Because I feel like if I go up again, I'm going to get stabbed. And then <laughs> a week later, someone got stabbed. Sure <laughs> did. They sure <laughs> did. And not comedy related. No. Sports related. Sports related. And I'll be the first one to say shout out to Psychedelics for allowing me not to give a fuck about professional sports anymore, dude, because yeah. I was that guy. Like, me and my dad and then our our mutual, you know, friend of the family and his son, we were best friends. Yeah. Um, we all went to the Detroit Lions game and Cardinals because they're from, both from Michigan and, like, whatever. We're just Detroit fans by default. Suck so bad. And, um, <laughs> dude, like, the Lions lost. Yeah. And this guy says like oh better look next time in the parking lot and i charged him <laughs> you know i was gonna go to jail because better luck next time <laughs> for a schoolyard insult yeah i was gonna fuck him up zach like i'm yeah. telling you this is in the midst of my you know just uh mm-hmm. uncontrolled rage but um did you so you, <sighs> you were straight edge yeah oh yeah so you yeah, yeah. you had a cool off with a ginger ale or something or? yeah dude pretty <laughs> much bro pretty much a ginger ale fucking uh o'duls it's a real hard day you know <laughs> dude it was so funny this is so fucked up dog when that's i that's me right now yeah <laughs> I, I just i like want everyone to know that that's me right now <laughs> oh dude me too i don't like drinking man i really don't oh, enjoy really? drinking no 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 i'll uh I'll enjoy like a gin and ginger ale. Literally, it's funny you say that. That's my that's my jam. Yeah. Gin and ginger ale every once in a while, but um, I dude, I am over being drunk. Like I didn't yeah. even. It's not like I got drunk so much. I'm over it. Not even that. It's just it makes me feel so fucking dumb, dude. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel so stupid and so vulnerable. Like I remember, you know, I was really drunk one night. And uh, we were just walking back to my house downtown when I lived down there. And uh, I was just thinking, like, dude, someone could fuck me up right now and rob me, dude. Like, that's yeah. all I could think about was how vulnerable I was. Yeah. You know, I was like, damn, man, like, this is, this is some bullshit. And I think it's because I got into psychedelics before anything, really. Like, weed and psychedelics first. And I really enjoyed the reality enhancer that psychedelics are yeah. rather than the diluter that alcohol is. And I just got, like, okay with myself. So when I got drunk, you know how people indulge in the sadness, you know? I love to indulge in sadness, but when I would get faded, there'd be nothing to be sad about. So then I would just start thinking about dumb shit that didn't matter. I didn't have to dwell on anything. I was like, fuck being drunk, bro. This is for sad people. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) And I don't mean to, like, you know, put anyone down, but, um, yeah, fuck that, bro. I don't enjoy it. I like being buzzed. That's kind of fun after a set. After a set, never before a set, ever, ever, ever. Right. Um, if you're starting in comedy, like I just recently did, I don't give a fuck if you're uh, 20 years in or a year and a half in, dude. One piece of advice I can give you, do not use a substance before your set. Yeah. Period. I swear to God, if you could just carry that anxiety energy that you have um, into like energy on stage, dude, that was the best decision I've ever had, to stop That's smoking uh, before of my sets yeah when i uh when i quit drinking that was like the thing that i didn't realize i would have to deal with yeah i never did before going on stage nothing like that really 
But uh, it was like uh, I've always I'm just I I don't do well in crowds. Mm -hmm. I'm an anxious person. Sure. Social situations. And so it's like, oh, am I going to be at this place all night? Let me have one drink. Get rid of the nerves. Sure, sure, sure. And situational. uh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's not so bad. It was like I you know, I've never a few times in my life, but mostly was never a heavy drinker. Mm -hmm. And then like when I quit drinking, those moments would come up and I'm like. Uh, let me just get a ginger beer, I guess. Yeah. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And I will say it is a nightmare dealing with the nerves before because yeah. I don't, it, it, whether it's an open mic or a book show, um, I get, my man, my nerves are fucked. They fuck me up, dude. It makes me not enjoy the time before my set. But I learned, you know? like, instead of, like, like you, you said it perfectly, yeah. dealing with those nerves. Yeah. That's better than what I was doing. Yes. Of avoiding the nerves. Yes, you're just blanking them out. So here I am entering my 30s. Yeah. Learning, finally learning <laughs> how to deal with my anxiety properly. But you are learning though, and yeah. it's effective. So you're ahead of the curve, dude. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. feeling great. You should. I'm t- dude, I mean, right now is a cool time to. You know, be doing comedy in Phoenix, man. Like, if you got a Dude, place, this is like the best. Right if now. you got a place to call home, you know, uh, and you're a comedian out here, bro, the opportunities are so vast. It's so cool. It's insanely good right now. I don't have any comparison. I don't know any scene comedically other than Phoenix, but I do know that there's five full size clubs <laughs> yeah. within a fucking what thirty minute radius of each other. Yeah. And there's mics every fucking night of the week, including Friday and Saturday now. Shout out to Darrell Hearns. Never thought I'd say that. Um, <laughs> Lazy Man Hustle. <laughs> ultra <Sure>. Diesel time. <laughs> sure. The ultra plug, dude. Um, I'll send him the bill. <laughs> yeah, it's just, a, it's just, I don't know how it is everywhere else, but I just know in like the smaller cities I've just been to just, uh, you know, offhand, they're like, yeah, we have mics on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'm like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Could you imagine? No, only I, two days a I week. I need to imagine. I've lived other places. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I, I mean, uh, I don't know what to compare it to, but it's, it's fire. No, yeah, I, I'll tell you right now. I've been to all the major cities, comedy scenes, and also a lot of smaller cities. And I'll tell you right now that Phoenix is in the top. It is literally, and right now it's yeah. like one of the hottest times. Like when I started yeah. doing comedy, there was two clubs. And I wasn't allowed. Yeah, you started in the, so. in the dead of comedy, right? Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. when the, in the time of the comedy store was dead, you were starting in that same era. Not the same place, but the same era, right? Yeah, 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 totally. That's cool, though, though that you stuck with it for so long, and now we're here, and now, now here. your experience and tenureship is about to yeah. really, really uh, do some cool things for you, dude. And you already Thanks, know it, man. huh? Thanks. You know it. Huh? I'm, I feel good. I feel yeah. like I'm on the right path, finally. So took me a while, but I feel like I'm getting there. And uh, as long as you get there, man. But fe- but yeah, no, Phoenix is the place right now. That's why I am back here right now. And yeah, I haven't moved and elsewhere. W- and where did you live before here? I've lived. I did uh, four years in Louisville, Kentucky. God damn. And Kentucky's I beautiful, though, huh? Oh, g- gorgeous. Dude, I saw some of the ho- so the housing prices in Kentucky. Yeah. Just because I'm, I don't, I don't have no money, but like, oh, I like okay. looking, and it is the cheapest. Housing, you could buy a fucking mansion on like twenty acres for like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I lived in, uh, I lived like in the millionaires area <sighs> in an apartment. Yeah, and it was seven hundred dollars a month. Oh and everyone my thought God. I was rich. Like, yeah, dude. 
you're rich, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no, no. I just I, have, I don't really have a job, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have liver disease. I'm, I'm getting disability. Yeah. <laughs> Checks are from Arizona. I live here, though. You know. <laughs> and then I, did, I did two years in Washington. Yeah. That's got to be that had to been awesome, though, right? Well, which like, which part of Washington? The Spokane side. So probably not then, huh? It was very much like Louisville. I felt like I was living in yeah. like they Louisville had one club. Spokane has one club, and then there's a few mics, and there a lot of them are mixed mics, yeah. and then some of them are like bars. You know, it, it's it is what you think it's going to be, but the if you let's say you missed the only mic on a Tuesday, yeah, who knows when you're gonna get up again? Fuck, you know? dude. Now, now, would you be honest with me without naming names? And I know yeah. I don't know who listens to this out of your friend group from back then, but. I probably not a I had friends. Pro- 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 probably not a whole lot of talent coming out of those little cities with that small, small handful of uh, uh, stuff, Louisville. right? Okay. Louisville, shockingly. Okay. A lot of headliners that you do not realize you would think live in L.A. live there. Okay. Well, yeah, because again, you can live there but for nothing. Like, but they're like, that's where they're from. They're not. not they built oh, their career. Oh, and Louisville. Like Thirty years in. Oh shit. And then All they're right. like, I can pop into it. They'll give me an. Anytime I want stage. Yeah, but I don't want a 30-year reference, though. I want, the last time you were there, did anyone impress you? Yeah, there's a, but it's, like, so small. It's, like, there's 40 comments. That's fine. That's not what I'm asking. But, yes, a few, yes. Okay. There's always, okay. <laughs> there's always a few. Because I don't know. That's you. what I'm saying. I have no fucking exposure to anywhere else. I went to the Comedy Underground in Minnesota, dude, yeah. and every comic that was on that open mic sounded exactly the same. Yeah, it's like they. It's like they all read the first twenty pages of the comedy bible, and then that's just like their whole career. They're gonna write jokes just like that, and they, dude. Yeah. I could not believe how cookie cutter everybody sounded. And then here's the crazy part: I went up there. I brought like five people, and I'm from Phoenix because it was for a yeah. Kendama event. Actually, I was there for the Minnesota Kendama Open. Of course. Um, the Mall of America, no big deal. Um, and then uh, yeah, it's fine. And uh. I'm pretty I good. Ask. I'm pretty good. Um, <laughs> but the, the listeners are wondering. Um, anyways, I uh, went to the, <laughs> you know, went on stage, dude, and I was only like four or five months into comedy, so I didn't have a lot of jokes at all. Like, I, yeah. even the jokes I had weren't, <laughs> you know, they were just five months in, you know. Yeah. And I have, but I do, I do have this funny joke where uh, I don't know why I did that, man. See, that's what I'm saying. I'm starting to get not high now. Yeah, and this is who, how I am when I'm not high, oh, no. and I hate this guy. Oh, you got to. I gotta settle down. You know what I mean? I guess it's good for a podcast, but fuck, man, I don't know. <sighs> what was I even talking about? You went on stage in Minnesota. You, you yes, okay, and I was doing this joke about. I was doing this joke about. I did this joke about um, how like uh, Mexican people are the only people on earth that still call in radio stations to like confess their love. Like, I was doing, like, a bit, right? Yeah. And it was, dude, it's funny. I yeah. really do think it's funny. And they cut me off and played me off. Mm. They're like, we don't do racist stuff in here. I was Ooh. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. I was like, uh, how? Mexican. <laughs> dude, that's, no, that's how I felt they, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, were you listening to the joke? And he was yeah. like, yeah, we don't, we don't do that here. I'm like, dude, okay, do what, though? Fucking <laughs> please tell me. I got heated, dude. Yeah, yeah. Because people paid five bucks to come to this fucking open mic. And they're spending their evening mm-hmm. waiting to watch me do three minutes that they yeah. gave me instead of five like everyone else, which I don't... You're dude, I had a very bad experience there. And so if 
that's why I said I don't know how other places are. And yeah. I, you'd figure Minneapolis, Minnesota would have a couple of zingers of comedians in the open mic scene. But uh, the ones I saw, fucking duds, dude. Including myself that night. But duds. I will so I'm curious. Uh, uh, play devil's advocate a little bit and Kay. say uh, there's open mics here yeah. that you could go to literally every week and be like, oh, is this what Phoenix offers? Yeah. And then be like, oh, gross. That's what I'm saying. So, like, that's how it is. I'm trying to get a lay of the land. That's why I'm asking you. But you spoke hand like, like that. Uh, going back to Louisville, yeah. uh, Ronan, he was just on uh, Late Night. He just did a thing, and he now lives in New York crushing it. I right. met him at the Open. Why Mike's. are you so defensive about Louisville right now, dude? Why can't we just move Why can't we just move on, man? <laughs> and, then, and then Jacob Williams. <laughs> I don't know either of these people. America's Got Talent. Cool, dude. I, went, I auditioned, too. You auditioned, too, dude. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> What's up, Jacob? Want to come on the podcast? Spokane. Okay. <laughs> Dan Cummings lives there. That motherfucker is hilarious, I will say. Yeah. He's a great guy. Damn it. All right. Well, he lives there or is he from there? He, I think he's from there, but he lives there, too. <sighs> Interesting. Shout mm. out to Sobe, bro. It's been a long time since I had one of these. I was thinking that when you, bought, when you brought it in. I'm like, I haven't had a Sobe. I was looking for uh, Arizona iced tea, but QT know, doesn't have them, so. Oh, that's a QT drink? Yeah. QT, top. Top gas station. Come on, man. You know, and I get, I get why people will say, "Well, it looks so okay because like, I like the sketchy shit." I'm like, well, you're a fucking idiot. What are you doing? You're an idiot. You like the sketch? Do doing? they have buffalo chicken rollers? No. QT. They greet me. You can't even have those, huh? No, I can't have anything on a roller. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a hot dog with no bun, though, huh? Yeah, I can have a hot dog with no bun. It's no fun, though. It's like, why, why do it? Hmm. I'm really just trying Put to some f- relish on top of it. <sighs> you know good. what's funny though? Most gas station nachos gluten free. No shit. Isn't that weird? Isn't that a well, weird? Well, it's probably because they keep for way longer when there's no gluten in it, right? No, usually it's the opposite. Usually they put gluten so it preserves. Oh, so that's why they're always stale then. Gas station nachos. Maybe. So it's coming full circle finally. Yeah, maybe that's why mm. they're not as great. Well, if you think about it, it's corn tortilla chips. So tortilla why chips. would they? Why would there be gluten in there? Right, and then also uh, cheese the and cheese. meat and chili, yeah, baby. But it's like not real cheese. You know what I mean? Even but. if it was, you could still have it, right? Yeah, you're set, dude. Yeah, that's pretty. Good. I don't even feel bad for you, man. Yeah, you don't. know what? Gluten free, gluten free keeps your body in check probably a lot better. Oh, I would be very yeah. heavy at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a, I'm a savage, dude. Um, I I used to eat large pizzas by myself in high school, yeah, and I did sports and lifted a lot. Yes, so it didn't matter. Yes, but dude. here I am entering my thirties. There's no I would have kept that diet up. Yeah, and not the exercise. This is what this is what, this is what that looks like right here. Oh okay. I'm looking. It's not at a good look. My other. Yeah. yeah. Someone told me I look like if uh, someone dropped a hard boiled egg on a salon floor, and it's never left me, man. When did you grow out the hair? Well, so the hair so the hair is a tricky, tricky lineage, man, honestly. I had a uh a gentleman's cut, if you know what that is. It's no. kinda like yours, I guess, but it's okay. like super short on the sides, like buzz cut on the sides, right. and like the top is pomade or gel or whatever. Yeah. Fuck, not gel. Don't use gel if you're an adult. But um water based pomade. Just do yourself a favor. Wax yeah, base yeah. if you're fucking fancy. But I uh had that haircut forever. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to grow up the top for a little while and just see what's up, you know? And I grew up the top really, really long and always kept the sides and underneath shaved. Yeah. And uh, 
Then I the top got so fucking long, and I was like, well, this looks kind of bad now. If I I had to either cut it or start growing the rest of it out. Yeah. And so that's where we are today. Is okay. the top of my hair, years wise, I have no idea, but. Right. Like the bottom of my hair is finally catching up a little bit, and so maybe in like six months or so, I'll get like a trim and even everything out. Okay. And never dye my hair again, probably, because it fucking ruined my hair, bro. Oh, for sure, for sure. Thank you for confirming. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> no, I do. Be yourself, man. We just said that, you know. Oh, it ruined your hair, Bubba. I just—that's <sighs> why I brought it up. <sighs> yeah, dude. You oh, know how man. long hey. before I even realized that it wasn't your real hair color? Yeah, because I mean, why would you, right? I th- I just assumed, yeah. and then and then Fuck. there was a day that I was like, oh, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, Devonte Easby had a great roast for me. Yeah. We went head to head at House of Comedy. I feel like I won, but um, anyways, uh, he said I look like I wash my hair with hand sanitizer, and that is hilarious. That's pretty good. It's, it looks I like, like a, at the end of a of a of a broom. Of oh, a, it does. I know. <laughs> I know, and but here's the thing, though. It's really cool. Here's a really cool thing: yeah. is like all of the things that I say in my set about, like you know, someone told me I look like whatever. Right. Th- those are real that yeah. people say to my face. That you and I'm like leave your brain, and, and I'm like, like that no, is use it. yes, I'm like that is so fucked up and accurate that I have to use that now. Mm. And like, yeah, people have blessed me with a few zingers, dude. Do you want to be? A touring comic, dude. Is that the, yes? Is that the goal? The yes. goal is just to work the road yeah. and be a I, storyteller, dude, loving. Yeah, I don't give a comic. fuck where I'm working, dude. A touring comic, a local comic that does shows every fucking week. I, I mean, that's what I don't care. Like, yeah. I just know that full fucking effort, full force into comedy for as long as I'm able. And yeah. able is a very very low bar like i'd have to get (laughs) way down there to stop at this point because i I like doing it too much yeah yeah it's a lot of fun and what's really fun is seeing yourself progress dude like the fact that i watched my first stand-up set me and peter jordan we swapped and we watched each other's first stand-ups dude oh Oh my god just the fact that a year and a half after that i can listen to you know one of my sets on my phone that i have recorded and just hear a world of difference. Yeah. It's like, cool. Well, I'm just gonna, if why can't that process repeat itself? There's no reason why it can't, right? Oh, dude. Always will. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So Always why will. not just keep doing it? Like, if I can make... Dude, um, my, again, my means my <laughs> of living are so... If I could work... Here's the real goal. Here's my, like... I've made it in comedy and everything past this is a bonus, right? Yeah. If I can headline one club a month <laughs> yeah. for throughout the year, just one, I will be fine. Right. Completely fine. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Yep. I'm so that's I'm totally with you on yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. And once I reach that, then it doesn't stop, but I'll know that everything that I've been doing was worth it at that point. But up until then, it's just hard work, and t- everything feels cool, but it doesn't feel, you know, like that's a. I love that feeling you know, of like. Um, I used to hate it, but now I love it. Where, like, I I would like f- I vividly remember five years in because mm-hmm. I was like having like a mental breakdown of like five years is a long time of doing something. Yeah, and feeling like I'm still in year one. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and so it was like this weird realization where I was like. 
I am not at all where I want to be, mm-hmm. and I don't know how I'm going to get to where I want to be. And I, th- and, and I was just frustrated with that because I was like, I need guidance. I need this. And then really what happened was just years of keeping – just I kept doing it. And then keep it on, keep it on. year eight, something just clicked, mm-hmm. and it was just this, like, I went from terrible to, like, I'm mildly okay at this. You are good at comedy. And then – and now I'm 11 years in, yeah. and it's just, like, I look back at eight years in, and I was yeah, like, wow, dude. that's that wasn't even – Right. And, like, now it's so small, the changes I see every year. Yeah. That I have to use uh, other people noticing things. Where other sure. people are like, wow, your writing's getting tighter. Yeah. Or you're, wow, you're really doing this well. Right. Well, it's like, <laughs> then that I'm having to use those markers. Because you, I mean, you could watch your video from four months ago and see. Yeah. That, that's the thing. The strides aren't as long as when you get better. But, like, you know what milestones are your milestones in life, you know? Yeah. But, like, you know, I wish I could enjoy them more really because i do enjoy them that's i mean i don't don't get it wrong don't get it twisted but i wish that when like one thing i um did comedy for the with the temptations dude really like the only living member and then all the other living members sons and i performed comedy with them and that was the coolest fucking thing i've ever done in my entire life yeah, and my parents came, and dude, impressive. they were singing, and dan- dude, wow. it was the coolest fucking moment for me, like, as far as, like, comedy goes. That's a life-changing moment. Dude, it was so tight. I didn't get paid anything. At, I get, Who cares? Ten bucks, maybe? Who cares? Right? Whatever, a beer. Could've, it could have been 500 bucks. It, it was matter. the cool one that. of the coolest moments, and I'll never, ever, ever forget it, but I, it, I wish it felt better, because mm. I knew that that wasn't, I mean, it's just another stepping stone not even a stepping stone it was just another brick laid yeah you know what i mean like it cannot stop here and i like i know that and i can't allow myself to really fully enjoy um these milestones like i wish i could and i think that will be beneficial i guess down the road it will and the memories will always be fond when i think back like we just did it'll always be something that i'm like oh that was so cool but oh man that was just you don't you just wish that you could go out on that feeling or just keep that feeling, All keep the, that yeah. level of uh, sense of a com- minor accomplishment forever? Yeah, you know, it, it, uh, especially in comedy, it's like it it, it leaves really quickly. So, like, dude, the next day. Yeah, like um, anytime I'm like trying to like right now, mm-hmm. right? I'm in the middle of like finishing my details for my tour, mm-hmm. and so I'm sending out emails, and I have to send out emails that make me look good. Yeah. And I, so I have to talk about my accomplishments mm-hmm. and how oddly I go, oh, right, that one thing I did would probably be, sounds good. And at the time, it was the biggest dude, thing. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. It was the biggest thing in my, I probably yeah. cried when yeah. it happened. And now I'm just like, oh, yeah, the thing that. Fuck, man. Doesn't that suck a little bit? It does suck. Yeah. And I was trying to explain this to someone the other day. I was like, um, you know, I, I've definitely uh, fully indulged in the comedian, like, uh, life as far as you know writing and doing open mics and doing yeah. shows and trying to produce some yada yada and um some people it kind of sucks because i feel like the really funny moments in life are s- stripped away too like if i ever say something out loud that's funny i have to write it down and like the moment the moment is like kind of ruined for me mm. I, I can't even 
be funny in real life and like bask in just the joy of being funny. Having said something funny, making some people laugh and be like, oh, cool. Like, so what else? You know, I have to take out my phone and be like, I was fire. Like, and it just kind of ruins shit, man. So that kind of does suck. And that's been happening a lot lately. And I can't stop it. It'd be irresponsible for me to stop. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm more choosy. I think I just get better at like, I don't need that. Yeah, thing. well, but but and if you laugh at it, it though, right? Moment. If you laugh at it initially, if you laugh at it, right. you got to write it down. Not always, because I know sometimes. A great example. I I I did this cat hospital joke on stage okay. three times in a row, and uh, it was really funny when I told my dad and my friends. It's a that's a bad gauge and it's right there. Funny, yeah, and I really <laughs> liked it. Okay, and uh, then I did it on stage, and it got laughter, but mm-hmm. it's like. Not fulfill, not full, right? And it, and then I played around with it, and I like rewrote it and stuff like that. And then I quickly realized, no, this was just like a funny thing that happened. But you, but said. you already answered. You already said what I just said, though. Like you did had this cat bit that you performed. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I was giving the example of you wrote it down, th- though. Yeah, but there's other times that that happens, and I quickly realize ah, that you, I shouldn't write. But it you down never know, because though. Because I know it's the. But how do you know, though? I don't. You're right. You never You're know. Right. You've said it yourself. I have, dude. Look it. I'm not here to brag, man. This has just happened, and this is relevant. So I'm just gonna say it. You said I one time. I think uh, the first time we did ASU together. Okay. Had a plod break for. Chips on sandwiches. Yeah, I loved that moment. Yeah, dude, that's not even that funny at all. Even in my own brain when I was writing it or trying I to work it out. Moment. But you never know, man. You have they to were, see. That we, it was a packed <laughs> room. Yeah, you just have and to. And they were not liking a lot of things comics were saying. Yeah. And then you got out there and you were passionate about chips on sandwich, which yes. I am too, of course. Yeah, as why, you should be. Dad, that's why why would you be? Come on, man. And oh. you got worked up about it and it ended with an applause break and that is and bottom that's that's, that's that bottom 20 percent funny moments that should be laughed at in my set that's the frustrating part <laughs> like why are do you guys like that part but you won't like <laughs> you know and i never oh please don't ever say that on stage too can you agree don't ever like oh you guys will laugh at that but you won't laugh at fucking when yeah, I hear yeah. people doing that I'm gonna smack them in their mouth dude yeah, I'm yeah. like oh well, there you go now I'm not laughing at anything you said right that's how I get because I'm petty sometimes I don't like any time where it's the crowd's fault it's never like, the opening. crowd's fault dude if you're funny enough you'll make them laugh yeah. sometimes you're just not funny enough to make them laugh it's not right their fucking fault yeah, yeah. it's and okay it might not be your crowd but at the same time don't matter I will I will get you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm hunting. And if you don't, it's all good. It doesn't mean do the I, crowd sucked. Do I need to pull you know? out this old joke from the past? To, because I know that's what you like. What don't, am I go? What am I finding? Don't Who make me you? do my fucking CD changer <laughs> thing and just break this bitch wide open, dude. <laughs> oh man, you, if if you guys haven't uh, seen the CD changing bit that he did on this week sucks. It's worth looking up, honestly. It's uh, it's great, dude. It's just it's a full commitment that you rarely see in the local scene. I'll say because that's all I know. But right. I don't. Only person I've ever seen commit to that level, but it's still it was so contextual. Was Eric Subcheck? But it's yeah. such a it's a contextual. It's a story. Yeah, he gets really into. You I mean yours is pure <laughs> alt comedy genius. <laughs> 
Right? It's alt-comedy joke, right? That's what you would define as, like, alt-comedy? Oh, I'm shocked when people don't think I'm an alt-comic. Dude, no, you're not an alt- Dude, I think that alt-comic is purposefully being, like, like when you're mimicking, you know... You don't think I'm an alt-comic? I don't, well, that's the thing. I, I don't, I'm not sure if I really truly understand the full scope of what everyone thinks that is. Yeah. But you tell jokes, though. That's why I don't yeah. think you're an alt-comedy. It would be, like, the CD-changing joke. Very alt. There's not yeah. a really a punchline. No. It's just a funny thing that's happening. That's happening. It's for hilarious, a long time. and you laugh. Therefore, it is comedy. Yeah. So that I joke agree. would be like I would view it as an alt joke, but you are yeah. uh, no. I mean, I don't would never put you in that really? category, right? You have jokes, Zach. Thank you. I ran over the least, exp- most expensive thing with the least expensive thing I own. Like that's <laughs> a joke. Why? How would that be alt? I don't know, <laughs> but again, I don't know. I don't even know if I know what I'm talking about. Just all like, cause alt comedy is like from doing alternative rooms to comedy clubs, and I definitely. Oh, that's all that means. In my mind, yeah, that's how I. I thought it was it. like an alternate version of stand up. Like it's a not it is stand. It's not stand up. I mean, set up punch. Set like, up punch. The way you do jokes in a bar is not how you do jokes in a comedy club. True. Yeah, like if I'm yeah, talking true. Very black and white, like, sure, sure, whatever. But if I'm talking very. It would be like that's how I've always okay. thought about it. Where it's like, I do I crush at a pho restaurant on Sundays? Oh yeah. Do I? <laughs> you, but do you also crush a new faces show with like two hundred people there, <laughs> or anywhere with two hundred people? Also yes. But I've only seen you at the new, you know, whatever. But yes, also. <laughs> so how is that? <laughs> There's no such thing as an all comic unless they never ever do clubs. <laughs> and that's what you're saying. Then I mean, for I wasn't even like. I never did clubs for a long time. Only the last couple of years. So then now, now you're not an all comic. Yeah, I've sold out to the man. <laughs> hey man, listen. If listen, if you're not trying to make money off of what you love doing, that's totally fine. Yeah. Hopefully, you got something else going on, you know. But this is what I really would like to focus on. And well, I for would, so long, we yeah. talked about this on your podcast. But for so yeah. long, people didn't book me. So I was booking my own shows yeah. and bars. And so it, yeah. I, I didn't sell out to the van or whatever a lot of people, you know, or like such a w- shocked w- to, like I started doing clubs more because uh, clubs actually started wanting me to be around. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, again, it's an audience that wants to fucking see you. Yeah. Isn't that what you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, it's not cool to fucking sm- suck on purpose. Like, I'm going to go to the fucking dive bar, bro. I'm going to show them patrons what's up. Like, it, just try to get a better place to do it. If, 11 yeah. years in, and all I'm doing is trying to be like, I know you're eating food right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my joke. <laughs> Picture me with the ski mask and socks on only. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're done with your chicken wings. That's why I, was, that's why I waited for this one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so good discussion on alt comedy. Um, it's completely still not uh, clear to me, but. I don't think it will ever be clear. Yeah, me. write an email. This is the Zach Lyman podcast let's at gmail.com. Let's call Mark. Mark, man. Let's call him. <laughs> you know, I do think I have his number, actually, still. <laughs> um, so I do want to ask you a question. I know this is your podcast, but I want to ask you, you a question. Okay, I didn't. All right. Anyways, <laughs> I didn't ask if I could ask a question. I said I want to ask you a question. Yeah, please, anything. Okay. Um, how do you feel about like the recent um, EDM and comedy mix? Like, do you like that? 
that that's happening like frequently right now in Arizona. It's not like an interview question. I'm really genuinely curious. Yeah, I well, first off, I haven't been to these shows. Okay, never. I haven't been booked on these shows. Okay. So, uh, but in context, uh, hmm. I I don't know. I don't, I'd have to see it. It's one of those things where it's like. I run a show at a fun place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. People are like, why? And I'm like, it's great. And it's really good. Dude, it's a fun, dude. And I love the fact that it's at 3.30 on Sunday. Thank you. I really do. That's uh, fucking so, perfect, man. All of it's weird. Yeah. And uh, so I'm never against weirdness. Okay. I've headlined many backyards. I've done pool parties. I've mm. done bowling alleys. I've done golf resorts. A bowling alley? Yeah, multiple bowling alleys. <laughs> 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 Get it right. Though. Yeah, multiple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm an alt comic. Uh, eleven years. I'm, a, I'm an eleven year in alt comic. I've done bowling alleys before. Okay. <laughs> oh, is this your first bowling alley? Uh, I've done Adorable. the meat. I've done the meat section and fries. Yeah. <laughs> I've done uh, festivals outside of restaurants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want tickets to Bird City Comedy Festival, yeah, I guess you could just you know hit me up or whatever. <laughs> so. so <laughs> If if it works and the crowds are good, I'm in. For some reason, I thought that uh, I had saw you at Gold Rush this past year. No, I wasn't. I am. Um, I was high, I, I, so I apologize. If you know someone that books it, I don't happily do it. But. Yeah, I won't say my, no. I'm gonna <laughs> because there's people out there I don't want emailing him, <laughs> and I'll give you his email, and you know him. Oh, okay. And you recently worked with him, and you didn't even know it. Oh, okay. So that's what it always it's is. It's pretty cool. Fun. Um. So, well, then, would you stay sober at a music festival? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, are we? Are we doing mushrooms? Or yeah, I don't know. Oh. No. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> Only the fun ones, dude. Oh, maybe a little bit of mushrooms. I don't know. All right. Maybe. I mean, if they're growing naturally out there in the forest, and it just happened to find some. Okay. Then yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Why are you doing that thing with your eye? I have Tourette's. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Dana Wilson gave me a hug, and now I have Tourette's. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, it's exactly how it works. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just fucking. So you have a podcast. I've been on it. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. um, is that? Th- Here's a question. Yes. Do you only want to do that podcast, or you? What's your? Because I know you want to be a road comic. Yeah. And your podcast is uh, very similar to my podcast of like. Yeah, it's open format. Com- yeah, conversation. Mm-hmm. It's a great time. Yep. Good listen. That's I a great it. time. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I, I, I'm, I'm proud of my podcast. You should be. Yeah. I love it. Thank you very um, much. And I'm not just saying that because I was on it. I wouldn't ever expect you just to blow smoke, dude. Right. I wouldn't respect I that if you did. Uh, and, but is that as far as you want to go with podcasting or you want to get like more into like. Are you, do you want to build a network? Do you want to like have multiple podcasts? Are you trying to like? Uh, yeah, I, I see what you mean. I you see what you I mean. Yeah. Um, as far as a network goes, that's kind of like, I don't know, man. I feel like I can't trust people. Um, <laughs> it's worth e- work ethic. I agree. To start a podcasting network and then rely on these people to release consistently, right? Good content on time, and then also be representative of the podcast network and the way I'd like it to be. Yeah. No way. Not right now. There's not enough people in that I could think of that it's like, dude, we should really start something. But yeah, yeah. but another podcast, yeah. Um me and Peter Jordan are starting up a podcast. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Called Rare Candy. And uh what's that? You don't know what a rare candy is? No. 
Wow, dude. You born the 80s, right? 89? No, 90. Nine. Well, you should. Come on, man. You ever play Pokemon, bro? No. Fuck, dude. Uh, Bubba just left the room. Dude, that's <laughs> crazy, man. How in the fuck are you going to exist through the 90s and never play Pokemon? I was building uh, computers. That's what I was doing. With my time. You don't know what an emulator is? Yeah, you do. Yeah. There's Pokemon on that. Yeah. And you didn't play it? No. All right, whatever, man. Well, <laughs> I guess it's a I good time to explain. <laughs> I mean, I just thought, dude, I thought you'd be like, Stoked to hear that name of a podcast because yeah. I was like, it's a dude, it's such a fucking good name. I'll tell you exactly why. I like I like the name. I like how it sounds. I'm gonna tell you why you're like it even more now though. Okay. I'm gonna explain it. So yeah, rare candy. Wait on. So me. when you're playing Pokemon, you have to like battle with your Pokemon f- to level it up, right? Right. Like you train over. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. over and over and over. Cool, cool. And then so, but when you find a rare candy, you can give a rare candy to a Pokemon. It levels up immediately. Oh. No yeah. training necessary, right? Like, Multiple levels? If you have multiple rare candies. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, me and Peter, we're starting a podcast. It's a learning podcast. Mm. So we'll pick three or four different subjects that we have no idea about, and mm. we'll learn only the facts on it, and we'll you know trade opinions and stuff, and we'll oh, I love whatever, this. whatever, and we'll learn, yeah. and it's like leveling up. You know, you more knowledge. I love this. Yeah, it's going to be great, dude, and we're going to have guests. Okay. And uh, it's just going to be a great time. But that's the only thing I have solidified. I would love to do as I would love to produce as much content as possible. What I've been like, man, I I sound mean when I'm going to say this. But what I found is there's a lot of people that I'd rather just not work with that. I feel like they're not ready to produce something I'd want. I'd feel good about. You know what I mean? Business and friendship are different. Completely different. Even like some people that are. Like really persistent about getting on the podcast. It's like, dude, I'll, I, if I said I'll get to you, I will get to you. <laughs> yeah. But you have to understand, there are I've made twenty eight years worth of friends. Yeah. And I'm gonna go through them first before I come and have you on because I don't know you. Right. I don't really know who you are past seeing you at an open mic or whatever. Nothing personal at all. It's just not, not right now. Yeah. And I shouldn't have to feel bad about that. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, there's been a couple of people that wanted to start doing things with me that, um, you know, and I'm not very good at it either. I'm not really good at being consistent unless I'm matched with it. I have to be, someone has to be equally as dedicated. Yeah. I can't be the one motivating people. I cannot be that guy. Yeah. Okay. That's someone has to either, about that. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, Podcasting's great, dude. I love talking. Yeah. There's ne- I never, there's never nothing to talk about you know what i mean yeah it's a fucking it's a great medium for practicing stand-up it is a lot of like right there's a lot of subliminal things that like go right on over like your verbiation yeah podcasts i have a learning based podcast is really going to help the way my brain thinks about certain things who knows maybe a bit will be born from just learning something you know it's all relevant into what i'm trying to do bits from watching documentaries history oh yeah I have so many bits about just like, uh, like, like driving, yeah, and then seeing like a like my whole monuments bit is yeah. like because I saw a monument, and then for an hour I'm in a car by myself being like, but what about I saw this monument? And yeah, I was like naming <laughs> monuments, in yeah, my head and the process of it exactly, yeah, and learning, there's learning, yeah. If I mean, what what are you gonna you're going to run out of things to be funny about eventually if you're not learning new shit, you know? Yeah. Like, you could only go off of personal experience for so long. I probably have, by the end of it all, 
by the end of me writing my personal experiences and fi figuring out which ones belong on stage, I'll have a couple hours worth. Yeah. I've had such a saturated life, and I'm so lucky. A lot of bad shit, but it's all okay now. Yeah. There's no reason to feel bad about what happened or to feel whatever, but um, I'm just lucky that <laughs> so much shit. So, I mean, I'm talking, dude, We I could talk for four days straight probably about <laughs> the things I saw and, like, you know, what people do. Da, 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 da. Right. And um, I was always involved with someone, something. I was never, like, the person to just shell myself. I only got really hermit, like, when I got older. Yeah. Like, when like I figured out what depression actually was, not just being angry wasn't being depressed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just I just want to keep learning. I don't want to stay enclosed in some kind of bubble of knowledge. Fuck that, bro. Yeah, I want to learn if fish have tongues, bro. <laughs> That's gonna be like episode one, man. <laughs> episode one. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm about to get so smart, dude. <laughs> once a week. Learning four new things once a week, dude. That's yeah. pretty tight. Do you know about brain wrinkles? No, man. I, uh, Who's shut the don't ever ask someone that again. Okay. Say uh, ne next time. Say, allow me to tell you about brain wrinkles. No, I would never assume. No, no, no. Allow me to tell you about brain wrinkles. Okay. Because no one's ever gonna be like, holy shit, I d yeah, brain wrinkles, right? Where your brain, um, it's got those wrinkles. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> What are you doing out here, man? Okay. All right. Okay. Baba, allow me to tell you about brain wrinkles. I have no idea what those are. Please do. I'm intrigued because I don't know what the fuck those are. When you're born, <laughs> your brain is smooth. And as you That's go creepy. through learning and experiencing, okay. you get more wrinkles on your brain. Mm -hmm. And what that happens is when it wrinkles and it pulls in like that, you now these two parts can touch and it can make a faster connection. So you can access different parts of your brain quicker. Mm-hmm. And so every time you're learning, you're just getting quicker at certain things. I love it, man. And it's as simple as, like, the I read it in a book. And in the book, they give the example of uh, you brush your teeth with your right hand. Tomorrow, pick it up with your left hand and do it. And it's just going to make your brain go, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to just that extra second of Throw like, it off. It's all right. normal. Yeah. And just doing stuff like that and That's learning. That's what I'm saying, dude. And so I'm always... A like especially the last two years, hundred percent about brain wrinkles. Mm -hmm. Every time something comes up and I go, "That'll give me a brain wrinkle." Yeah, let yeah, me yeah, perform yeah. in that bowling alley. Okay, let me Dude, go and do this. Fuck let yeah. me go and do because that's brain wrinkles. I love it, man. You know, <laughs> it's just like all these stupid fucking uh, cliches that you've heard your whole life. Knowledge mm -hmm. is power. Yeah, I was like, oh. bro. If I knew, if I learned everything, I wondered about. Yeah. Do you understand yeah. how much funnier I'd be as a stand-up comedian? Yeah. You know, if I ever, again, do fish have tongue? It's going to fuck me up till I learn it. Yeah. And when I learn it, I'll know forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll be in your brain. brain Who's on a nickel? I don't know. Exactly. We should, I mean, Who we shouldn't know that, but I want to know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you have a nickel? I don't, I didn't have I that much money. I nickel. Dime Je is Jefferson. I don't know, man. Jackson. You, if you named anyone, I would be like, "That's it. That's the one." Only reason why I know some. <laughs> this is how fucking uh, <laughs> how like evasive I've been to learning throughout my life <laughs> up until now. <laughs> the only reason I know any presidents' names, dude, past the ones that have been president when I'm alive, is in my neighborhood. Every single street was named after a president. Yeah. So it's Madison. 
Woodland, you know, fucking Jackson, Jefferson, Adam Street. Who like, told you? What? Someone had to, you didn't know those names. So someone had to tell yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it had to be one of my parents. It had to be like, one of my parents or something. Like, I was like, what? Exactly. It's one of those moments I'm like, are you fucking serious? We had a president named Woodland? <laughs> it doesn't make, that doesn't seem right. You know? <laughs> well, I've never even heard that word <laughs> in school ever. <laughs> that, that died with him. <laughs> See, now I'm doubting it, though, you know? Woodland, really? I don't know. What? I don't know all the presidents. Me neither, man. I don't even know all the states, dude. This is like that new <laughs> that new bit I've been working on about how I don't know anything. Oh. I'm okay with it. Just saying, I don't know. Yeah, but I could. I guarantee you I could go and listen to old podcast mm-hmm. episodes and hear myself lie. Being like, oh, yeah, totally. Just agreeing. You should stop doing that, man. And I, I have. Okay, good, good, good. I'm so, like, yeah. right now, I'm, <laughs> okay, like, I'm admitting how dumb I am. <laughs> no. I know No, no, no. You're smart. Dude, everyone is smart on, in their own accord. So if someone is really knowledgeable about something, right? Yeah. But, you know, uh, I just fucked off, man. And I'm telling you, dude, sometimes I even, I forget places like Vermont are a thing completely. Like, I didn't, even, I forget right. it's a state. I'm not even trying to be funny, man. Like, Arizona school system is real. It's pretty bad. And you know what? I tried to make a joke about this too, and I don't really know how to make it funny, but you know they give up when they are letting their students grade their own papers. <laughs> like, are you stupid? You're gonna let me grade my own paper? Yeah. I'm gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? I did all the time. The teachers never check. If they checked one time, they would understand. How the fuck do I have an A minus in this class and I don't I get like thirty five percent on these tests? Yeah, y- you know, <laughs> they failed me. But uh, if I, I did my homework, I could tell you the math in that. But I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either, man. I gotta do calc. I gotta use my calculator for almost anything. I still oh, count with my uh, fingers if I have to sometimes. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I'm so bad at math. Yeah, there's a reason I went to college for English and I yeah. didn't go for anything. There was a reason I math. didn't go to college. Also, yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't. I went and got my EMT certification and my has- hazmat and fire science stuff. You were going to be an EMT? I was EMT. For oh, a while. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the shits, boy. Really? Like, yeah, yeah. I was uh, for Love the first. Love it, hate it? Um, well, you know, you, we, we got time. We got like five five extra minutes. Okay, I'll give you the quick quick uh, lineage real quick. And maybe you can this will make a little more sense as to why I'm such a disaster. Not uh, not traumatically, so don't think this is where this is going. So my whole life, my dad was a fireman, essentially, like, since I was, like, four, maybe, whatever. Yeah, he started fires. Yeah, yeah, he went, um, you ever heard of the great, oh, damn, I'm trying to pull a biodome quote right now. Mm. The great, the great, the great garage fire of 96, is that the one, of 87? I don't know, man, biodome is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I can't, I can't quote it right now. Anyways, so my whole life, I grew up just knowing I was going to be a firefighter. Like, there was okay. no second guessing that. I had no other plan at all. Like, my since I was a child to, like, graduated high school, I was like, that's really? it, right? And um, I, I uh, got my National Registry certification for the EMT, which allowed me to work on an ambulance. And uh, I was only 20, though, and you had to be 21 to drive. Oh. But they hired me anyways. So the first six months I was working on an ambulance, I had to work on this, like, it's not a special unit. It's just like a special. Li- it's a called general transport, and so yeah, what yeah. you do is you take like a, a a physically stable patient to a facility, like a doctor's appointment or 
a psych ward or wherever, yeah. right? And so I'd go do that, but the majority of those calls were picking up patients from like uh, inpatient facilities for like mental mental institutions, and um, we'd go pick them up, dude. And it was just like, oh, I cannot believe how many people are so far gone. Mm-hmm. We yeah. just, I mean, we think that like the homeless population and like the mental illness issue is real. Just being like observatory of it on a Circle K, dude. These fucking inpatient facilities can't even take them. Like they have to go to a hospital to just lay down. To go through their psychosis type shit. It's pretty fucked up. But, um, you know, whatever. Six months of that, I turned 21, and then I can finally go into the 911 system. Meaning, okay. like, you know, when you call 911, that's me, like, right? And uh, for the first six months of that, I worked in Peoria, which is like, uh, you know, a suburb, not a suburb, yeah, like suburb, suburb of yeah. Phoenix, you know? Yeah, lots of old people. Yeah, yeah, lots of old people, majorly white, unless you're 83rd and Peoria Avenue, then it's very dicey. It's very ethnic right there. Um, <laughs> still real trashy white people, though, but I guess it's a nice little melting pot of uh, of tragedy in there, you know? <laughs> Fucked up. Brother's Restaurant, anywhere in arm's Brothers. reach of Brother's Restaurant. And I don't mean that it's not an innuendo. Um, but it's, uh, it's fucked no, up. No, I've eaten at Brothers a lot. It's great, right? Yeah. Dude, you can get French toast, eggs, and bacon for like three ninety nine. Really? It's fire. And they always gave us discounts because we're, you know, EMTs and stuff. Oh, wow, okay. So anyways... I do love the fact that I would have been living in that area at the same time you were an EMT. Yeah. And we possibly were eating at the same place. It's very I possible. Love I love all of it. Uh, it's very possible. Um, and we, yeah, yeah, dude. We could have even been shopping at the same fries. Oh, 100%. At the same time. Yeah. And I was just sitting on my little fucking radio and shit yeah. looking like a mark. I weigh 90 pounds, and I'm trying to buy many bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Can you help me carry my case to my car, sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember you now, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, lots of old people in Peoria, and so there wasn't any, like, I don't want to say there wasn't crazy shit. Like, there's always people dying. That's not, like, yeah, the crazy yeah. part, really. But um, I, I went to Tempe then after that. To work the 911 system in Tempe, and that's where my dad worked. Oh, okay. My dad worked for Tempe Fire Department, and now I was working Tempe ambulance on the same shift as he was. So we saw each other sometimes. Really, it was so cool, dude. But one time, I I did I pulled up on a, at a on a fire, and like saw him run into the building. Oh, bro, that was not okay. I did not know I was gonna react that way, dude. Oh, I bet. I was like, oh, my dad's just doing his shit, bro. But yeah. I saw him. Yeah. Pack up and then. Go into it. And it wasn't like some little ass fire either. It was a big one. And I was like, oh, fuck this. You know what I mean? But it was okay. I got over that pretty quickly. But what ended up doing it for me, man, if I'm being completely honest, and I hope that if there's any healthcare workers out there, whether you're a nurse, whether you're a fucking, uh, you know, a tech, whatever, if you start feeling this way, please switch careers. Because this, people don't really understand People think cops are dicks, and they are majorly. A lot of them don't, you know. I think if you agree to uphold the laws that are in place in the first place to an, a standard that ruins people's lives for minimal shit, you're kind of a dick in the first place. That's why I think the base level for being a cop is you must be an asshole because you're okay with this, so I don't want to fuck with you. And it's not even anything past that initially, right? And that's wide known. Everyone doesn't like cops for some pretty good reasons and some whatever reasons, right? But that same exact shit happens and exists in the fire department and in the fucking hospitals, dude. Yeah. The level of neglect 
that they end up developing because they've seen it all and they've heard it all and they're tired and nothing surprises yeah. them anymore. We've all, we've all seen the worn out nurse. Dude, I was you that know? I was that guy two and a half years into this job. I yeah. was I I got to a point where when I got a call, I'd get fucking angry, dude. Like really? mad. And then even if they if they weren't like dying, I was I was pissed to be there. Yeah. Unlike right, Zach yeah, Lyman, geez, who's ha- right. usually happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was pissed, dude. And like I w- I'd find myself like not caring right. about them. Or like if they, you know, having an asthma attack, I'm like fucking pussy, dude. Yeah. Like, seriously, man. I-, I was just really feeling that and I I uh Yeah, you're over it. Dude, it was more than over it. Like I was yeah. being neglectful. Yeah. You know, like truthfully and uh so I quit. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucked up. I that's d- a great I, choice. That's yeah. te- this is terrible of me. Yes, I do have a shoe in on the fire department if I wanted it. I mean, that's a career. But the, right. you have to keep in mind, too, in Arizona, the fire department and the ambulance run together all the time. It's not like the other big cities where the fire department goes on crashes and fires and, you know, whatever. Right, right, right. They go on every single call together. The same shit. And so I was just thinking to myself, like 25 years of this and I'm two years in and I wish these people would have just died. Yeah. Like, dude, I have to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I had to get the fuck. And I was still straight edge at the time. So I had no coping mechanisms. Yeah. Pure anger. Just the only anger, the only mechanisms I had was beating people up. That was still happening at that point. And um, it was just fucking, it was, dude, it was a weird time in life. And then, so when I realized I didn't want to do that anymore, I had to restart my whole life plan yeah what a wake-up call dude it was like what am i gonna do so i got a job at state farm and then you want to talk about depression dude really oh my god i mean everyone says it and i get it i'm not trying to like dilute anyone's like level of seriousness with this but i if i wouldn't have smoked a blunt that night i told my sister like if i don't come over and smoke and something doesn't change tonight it's i'm done yeah. Like, I lived with an MCSO officer at the time. I knew where all of her guns were, dude. It was like, when I tried to go to sleep, it was like a like a reel in my head of just like, up, oh, load, boom, boom, up, load, boom. I don't even feel this way anymore. You know, I was like, I don't feel this way anymore. Just go do it, dude. Yeah. Like, this is fuck. It's not worth it, man. It was crazy, bro. Yeah. I was losing my mind. And so I went and did that. started feeling better about myself and realized how toxic that job was. And then left State Farm to go to Uber, which was really cool. Like, I got in the ground floor with Uber um, at this call center. Not the call center, I'm sorry. The uh, center of excellence, they call it, here in, in Phoenix. And I was uh, managing their social media, Uber Eats social media. Okay. Like, all the support and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, it was really fun for a while. But ended up just like State Farm, man. Like, they switched up. They had too much changed. And grew. by the I'm by sure they grew a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I started doing stand-up while I was at Uber. Okay. And then, so here's here's what did it for me. I'm gonna, this is all going to come full circle real quick before we end this. <laughs> so when I was when I started stand-up, I was probably like seven, six, about six months in, seven months in. And um, I went on uh, leave. Yeah. Like FMLA for work because, like, my mental shit, whatever. And uh, I had, like, three weeks off or whatever. And this dude, Michael Harrison, he's a New York comedian, um, his opener bailed on him. And he was his ride to his shows in Laughlin, right? Wow. And so Michael reached out to Derek McFarland, 
Derek McFarlane had work. He's like, I'm sorry, man. Like, you know, whatever. But my roommate, living with me at the time, my roommate uh, is a comedian, whatever, whatever. He, I know he's not uh, working right now. Yeah. And so we reached out, and I got to go do four days with this dude, Michael Harrison, like in Laughlin and in Pine Top. It was so cool. Wow. <clears throat> it was so cool, dude. Like, just to have a hotel room to sleep in. You know, and I would, dude, this is so embarrassing, but I was so, I'm so polite. You know what I mean? I really am. I am so polite and to a fault this time. Um, <laughs> it was like probably 1 o'clock a.m., and I just couldn't sleep, so I just went and drove around and smoked a few blunts or whatever and uh, came back to the hotel and realized that I didn't have my fucking key card. So I slept in my car in the parking garage so I didn't wake up the headliner. And then when I came in the next morning, he was like, where the fuck have you been? I'm like, oh, I slept in the car, man. He goes, why? I was like, I, you were sleeping, bro, and I forgot my key card. He's like, dude, what the fuck is your problem? He's like, don't ever do that again. I was like, oh, okay. So this guy's like, all right, he has, yeah. he has my bag. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. And then so we do our set. Um, and uh, this is really cool of him, too. This is the first person that's ever talked to me like this as a comedian. He's like, we went on a walk the next morning, and he was like, let's, let's take a walk and, you know, talk oh, about wow. talk about our sets and stuff. I was like, okay, cool. Wow. So he's like, so tell me about that joke with, like, the tattoo, or Costco or something. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, oh, it's just about, he goes, that's not funny, man. Mm. I was like, what? I was like, yeah? He goes, yeah, it's not, it doesn't tell me anything about you, like, yeah, at all. And I was like, okay. And he was like, and I was hoping he was going to offer some kind of solution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was like, let's just rewrite that right now. I was like, yeah, let's do it, and then rewrote it, and then it was been in my set ever since, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, he did that again with another bit of mine that I was trying to break through with, and dude, that one experience let me know I was like, man, fuck this job, dude. Yeah. I'll go work anywhere else to survive rather than putting forty hours a week here doing nothing for myself in comedy, and so that's when I quit. People. Some people think I quit to do comedy full time, like it's paying my bills, right? Which is hilarious, dude. Right. Like some of my <laughs> family on Facebook, that like I've seen them and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're fucking killing it." Like, so like, uh, how is it like you know just doing that? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I am so hungry. I got paid in pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last week, like you know, yeah. like dude, no, I'm extremely broke. Yeah. Making hardly any money, living with my parents because I want to keep doing it yes. on this level. Yeah, like I'm truly not sacrificing, really. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's no sacrifice leads to luxury. But here's the thing, though. I don't think. Yes, you are correct. I'm not disagreeing with that. But living with my parents isn't like a sacrifice. My parents are cool, dude. It is a sacrifice, though. How? I, right, but. It, they're sacrificing. They are if sacrificing, anything. but no. Also, like, um, you you right now you could have some kind of decent job, good income. Wouldn't be happy. And you would have a nice place. Wouldn't be happy. But done it already. Yes, a hundred percent. But you are sacrificing the good job, the money, the the nice place, in exchange for your happiness. But is it it's sacrificing? But is it truly sacrificing if you're going if you're not going to a worse situation? Right? Because I was unhappy, you're still, still broke because yeah, I was yeah. spending the money I was making anyways. I think it's still a sacrifice. So now I'm living rent free, my parents right. doing everything and anything I can to like move myself forward. Right. And living there is awesome. 
they have AC. My dog, do they love my dog? They like take care of him when I'm not there. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel like a sacrifice. It feels like I I I made the right move for me right now. Yeah, happy to be here. Not sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. Sacrifice smoking blunts indoors. Yeah. That's really it, bro. Yeah. Being central, that kind of okay. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is so sacrifice. All right, fine, there but more not than. But happiness is wow. It's it's addictive. Yeah, that's great, man. Happiness okay. is the most addicting thing, more addicting than any fucking drug on earth. I'm so earth. glad we got on this topic. Me too, man. Me too. It's uh, it feels weird to be happy. Yeah. And it only la- you know, and yeah. it comes in waves. I've never yeah. been happier for more than a fucking day at a time. You know, like You're I'll always have a dip. At a day at a time. Well, yeah, and that's how you should. You know, don't plan too far ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, with that being said, uh, Bird City Comedy Festival, March 22nd <laughs> to the 24th. Me <laughs> and Zach Lyman, uh, other local favorites like Savannah Hernandez, Peter Jordan, Patrick Aiken, Genevieve Rice, Hannah T. Ooh, I don't know. So many more. I don't know. I, I might have just said something that's not on it. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. That's it. That's my TED Talk. Um, if there's anything you should take out of this. What do you got coming up? Coming up on the 28th, if you happen to be in Durango, Colorado. I don't know when this is coming out, though. Uh, I'm very quickly. Okay, okay, cool. Um, on the 28th, this Friday, I'll be in Durango, Colorado at um, Down the Rabbit Hole. I'll be headlining my first out-of-town show, so that's kind of cool. That little milestone. Amazing. Yeah, it's a cool milestone, dude. I'm very excited. Um, I tried my 30 minutes out for the first time. Um, at Smooth Brew, yeah, and um, I was proud of myself, and I think that for uh, a, a place like I'm about to go, Smooth Brew, down the rabbit hole, it's a perfect place to make sure the 30 minutes is presentable for a, yeah. be- for, uh, a bigger opportunity down the line. Shout out to Jill Carlson for booking that. I really enjoy uh, her. She also books the Four Corners um, oh. Comedy Festival, okay. so if you want to apply, it's a really good time. It's really, really fun. Uh, and then on March 1st, Sundays are tight. At the 10 p.m. Prov. If you hear about that from this podcast, I will put you on the guest list 100%. No questions. Um, just want you to equally support me and Zach, dude. Yeah. And uh, you can catch Zach mm, 99% sure on the next installment of The Sundays Are Tight, dude. Because we already, we already have our ghost lineup set. Me and Mike put in work, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no. I went to the first one, the last one, mm-hmm. and uh, it was great. I, it, really I had so much it. fun. I had, uh, yeah, it's so much fun. Dude, if, if, the host is happy to be there. Mm-hmm. The people are happy to be there. Mm-hmm. And the comedy is, dude, even if the comedy is decent. Yep. And that's all it caps out at. That's a good night. It's a good it's night. It's a real good night. Yeah. It, you know, and, and I was. It was at my favorite club. Dude, I love it, man. It's just a perfect. It's just a. If you've been to the t- clubs downtown, if you haven't been to the Tempe Improv, it's just a smaller but more sexy stand up live. It's a Tempe Improv is sexy as fuck. Black and red. Yeah. A uh, color scheme throughout the whole thing. They got like a balcony or a mezzanine or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Sure. Oh, those dude, are words. It's fucking tight. Yeah. It's beautiful. And uh, shout out to Casey for letting us do that show there. Um, There's he's, something yeah. about the Improv that's comfy. That's yeah. what I look for in a club. Yeah. Comfy. I yeah. feel at home there. That's crazy, though. It sits like 400, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking nuts, dude. 400 people there, and I'm like, yeah, it's comfy. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know you've been doing comedy for a long time. It's like, that's a good that's a good amount. 400? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'll do 400. Yeah, sure, I'll come to Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you like podcasts, I mean, I assume you do if you're still listening to this, um, follow, subscribe, or whatever you would like to the Hella Tired podcast on all social media. Leave a review on iTunes. Even if you haven't listened to it, just do that. And yeah. do, yeah. 
Right? I mean, that's, dude, that, people don't understand how, how much that helps. Yeah. When, so, when, I, when I go to look at someone's podcast on iTunes or if I'm just looking for a new one, and, and dude, this is just who I am. I'm not sorry for it. If someone has, if I don't know the podcast at all and yeah. don't know who's in it, and they have 13 reviews, I'm not listening to that podcast. Yeah, I get a little like, oh. And that's the only thing I'm about that with. I fucking hate Yelp. I think it's a disgusting place. Yeah. I don't think that you should be able to determine a business's worth, uh, essentially determining their worth online from your right. bitch-ass experience. Yeah, because the potato wasn't as hot as but you come the it. fuck on like yeah. everyone the, the 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 standards in food are way more drastic like the the what, what do you call it the spectrums right. are way more drastic than you know fucking comedy or podcasts yeah it's just so yeah. singular leave Baba a review yeah, yeah. and, and uh, leave zach a review you fucking idiots <laughs> if you haven't left zach a review and you're listening to this and you couldn't wait for this episode That's to come out rude. you're a bitch kind of it's pretty rude it's pretty rude no, dude, it's very rude. <laughs> if they've just been listening and not helping you, yeah, what the fuck, man, what are you doing? You're right, Bob. And it ta- dude, it takes, man, it takes such a small amount of effort to support somebody. Yeah, it does. <sighs> Anyways, dude, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Zach. This was great. This, and this I, was great. Congrats on your new space too. Thank you. This new space is fuck, fuck, fucking fantastic. Dude. Thank you, man. Um, I and, appreciate it. And that. you you laid out your uh, future plans with this space, and it's going to look fire, man. Yeah. Can't, it's w- can't wait to be back. 100%. Can't wait to be back. I can't wait for you to be back. Cool, 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 cool. I can't Did wait. Did I just invite myself on the podcast again? Yes, but sometimes you have to push the envelope. Yeah. No, I want you, uh, <laughs> you're going to sit in, I'm going to have someone, and there's going to be a moment where I'm like, you know what would be fun flavor to this episode that's coming up? Bubba. I'm going to add Bubba into the mix. What that's kind what's going to happen. What flavor am I? Um, Don't answer this quickly. Like what? Okay, I'll I'll ponder it and I'll text it to you. No, no, no. I want no. I want it right now. Oh, but like, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like so, Mary Up Church has this podcast. This is two podcasts are a plug enough. I'm not gonna go over it. Sorry, Mary. But um, wings she, with friends. You I was also this, on that. Yes, wings are okay. Me too. Cool. So we <laughs> all right. Wings are friends with Mary Up Church. Um, and then, so she's like, uh, what kind? She said, what kind of flavor wing do you like? What kind of flavor wings? And I yeah. gave her like three selections. And then after the interview, she, like, tells me what kind of flavor wing I am. Oh, right. And mine was lemon pepper. And yeah. boy, did I have a good uh, description of why I am lemon pepper wings. It makes and, sense. Uh, it, it does make sense. Best dude. enjoyed in a strip club? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't even like strip clubs, bro. But if I know the wings smack there, I'll, I'll pull out a 20. That's all I ever hear about every time I go to Atlanta. I tell someone I'm flying. What do you mean to every time? You go to Atlanta frequently? I, I've been I've been a couple times. That's cool, man. I want to go to Atlanta pretty but bad. I've always been like, yeah, I gotta go to Atlanta. Ma, ma, and uh, people are like, you gotta go to strip clubs and get the lemon pepper wings. Yeah, bro. I mean, that's all I. <laughs> Vice did a whole mini doc on lemon pepper wings in Atlanta. Really? Well, not lemon. Yeah, lemon pepper had a big spotlight, but it was more so of like the strip club food in Atlanta. And then, like, Washington, D.C. has that mu- mumbo that sauce. I'm checking that out. Yeah, it's pretty tight, man. Anyways, we could keep co- talking forever, dude. dude I'm sorry I, I keep getting sidetracked. I know. We, How long this we happened c- on your show, too. Hour, we've got at least an hour and a half, right? We're an hour and a half in. Yeah, okay. Thank you so that much was for great. being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Zach. I love you very much. I think you're a, a good flavor. Uh, oh, yeah, what flavor? What seasoning? What flavor am I, dude? Uh, Cajun. God damn, it's a good one. Tony, Chat- Tony Chatteries? I don't know and that's how you pronounce it, too. I checked with my Creole friend. 
I don't know what that Doug is. Doug Chaponche. He's oh, real. Okay. I also don't know who he is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tony, Tony Chattery's is a, a Creole, like a Cajun seasoning that you can just buy at the store. Oh, okay. Comes in a green or an orange b- bottle. I usually buy make some. my own. What do you use? A little bit of everything. 